people, the Lord Jehovah, Jehovah Elohim has spoken with me this past night. And I want to share with you this. I know there are people rushing from lunch hour headed back to offices now. Having waited this, uh, awaited this, waited for this broadcast. But uh, the Lord Yahweh, this past night, He spoke with me, precious people, in a very, very astounding manner. And I'm going to share, share with you the two-part conversation that took place this night. And uh, we are living in such a, an amazing time, in such an awesome time, when everything and anything can happen when the church can be taken up any time, when the Messiah can come at any moment. The Bible says nobody knows the day or the hour on the glorious coming of the Messiah. Now, I want to begin this by first mentioning to the senior presiding bishops that very soon a calendar will be drawn for you to come to the head offices here so we may start our meetings of the National Council and to be able to induct in the bishops elect and begin a processing towards their ordination service and consecration and enthronement in their respective jurisdictions in the election the Lord has brought into their lives at this time. But uh, precious people, this past night, the Lord spoke with me, and I want to describe it and then I'll be able to open up a little bit on this. Uh, the first conversation is the Lord Yahweh. He brought the two prophets together. The other prophet came. And this prophet came. Came from heaven. And then they met. They met. They stood in front of the Lord of all the earth. And they had a conversation this past night. The two prophets of the Lord, Yahweh, again, had this conversation. You know, they operate together. But sometimes the Lord brings one from heaven and then they stand before the Lord of all the earth and have a conversation regarding the ongoing mission of the Lord on the earth. And after that, then uh, God the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit came all the way from heaven as a glorious dove, a huge glorious dove, white glorious dove, and came and landed on he that was speaking with you after he came from heaven. Again, when he that is speaking with you came from heaven to meet the other prophet, and they stood before the Lord of all the earth, then from the same opening of heaven, God the Holy Spirit came all the way and lighted on he that speaks with you, standing before the Lord Jehovah. Now, those two conversations the two prophets standing, facing one another, and having a conversation on this mission, and especially on the redemption of the church, and then the final redemption of Israel, how to protect Israel, and how to uh, secure and safeguard God's covenant people, how to safeguard the church and give a safe exit, and then how to secure Israel. That's the far I can go in that conversation. I am not able to reveal more. And then now God, the Holy Spirit himself, comes down from heaven like a dove. He comes and he flaps. He flaps, flapping his wings, descending the tremendous glory, and then lights on he that speaks with you. This event is a very landmark event. Only happened to the Messiah. And uh, this becomes a very important hour in the church. 
Why is the Lord doing all this? Why is he having this conversation with the church? Now, in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 23, it says, Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, that's the first rain, the first Pentecost, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. So, again, the two prophets this past night, the Lord brings one from heaven, very glorious body, totally glowing, and meet, they meet. They look exactly alike, but they are a bit different. And then they have a conversation, and then God the Holy Spirit descends from heaven like a dove, and settles, lights, and dissolves on he that speaks with you here in this past night. And then now the third part of the conversation after I have read Joel chapter 2, 23, the Lord now speaks by voice. He speaks from heaven by voice and he says, the anointing that he has placed on this mission, on these two tremendous prophets, is both the former anointing and the latter anointing, both together. He says it's very massive anointing because he has combined the former anointing and the new latter anointing. So it's an indescribable anointing. Now, that anointing, what is the importance of that anointing, blessed people? The anointing of the Lord that he brings upon his servants, blessed people. Number one, that anointing is really to bring witness to every nation, to bring witness, to witness to all nations about the coming kingdom of God. And that's why you see cripples are getting up and walking. Blind can see, deaf can hear, mute can speak, paralytic, and every kind of disease. HIV healed, Mama Rosa was resurrected. time in the history of the church, a dead decomposing and rotting corpse wakes up and continues to speak, says, don't ignore these prophets, don't ignore these prophets, all the time. And so, to witness the creepers walking, the blind seeing, yesterday it was all over Twitter, up to this morning, I think it was the most lead item, the creepers and mass walking all across, walking the blind seeing the deaf. It was such a big conversation on the global um, uh, social media. I was told late in the morning, actually early in the morning, about one o'clock. And so, and the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come, Matthew 24, verse 14. So the purpose of this anointing is to witness is to witness to literally every nation and every creation, every being, about the coming glorious kingdom of God. So this is very important, blessed people, that this witnessing does take place. And that's why you see this anointing is indeed tied. It is strictly tied to the two most dreadful prophets of Israel. They are the ones that behold this anointing. And then, shall the righteous shine forth 
as the son in the kingdom of their father, who hath ears to hear. Let him hear. Matthew 13, 43. Let me read it again. Again, the purpose of the witnessing. He says, Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. That is now after the witnessing, the purpose of the witnessing, the object of the witnessing, the objective for them to come before the nations of the earth. And you can see what is now on the, on the website, jesusislordradio.info. It's a very dreadful presentation that the Lord is presenting before the eyes of this generation, before the eyes of the whole earth. Even the angels in heaven are watching this. They are seeing it now for the first time, how the two prophets, one comes out of the other. And this past night also, I'm going to share the fourth part after reading this. Again, I said the purpose of the anointing of God the Holy Spirit coming and lighting on he that speaks with you now is to be able to witness to every single generation, uh, to every single nation, rather, to every single Christian, to the entire earth, to the universe, about the coming glorious kingdom of God. And when that witnessing is done, then you see the following, Matthew thirteen forty three, Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father, who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Whoever has ears to hear, please let him hear. That is the purpose, blessed people. And you see very clearly that the other purpose is now to come forth towards the redemption of Israel, which we will share much later. But this is a very tremendous time when the Lord has decided to do this. Now, the final, again, I'm talking about the first part to the Gentile church, and then I'll come to the part to the Hebrew nation, the Hebrew church. Again, the three-tire process. Number one, that these two have now been unleashed. They have been released by heaven to you to be able to witness to every soul, excuse me, to every living being, to every nation, every community, every language, every tribe, to the entire earth, to the whole universe, to minister to them on their coming glorious kingdom of God, to witness. That's why they come as the witnesses of God. They come to witness that. And then I read from the book of Matthew 13, 43, where it says very clearly, then shall now the righteous, after witnessing them, they become righteous. They have received the information. Shall they shine like the sun in the brilliant and glorious kingdom of their father? And then now the fourth part, the fourth part, before, right before they enter into the glorious kingdom of their father, that will now be the maturity of the church. That's how they safeguard the church and steer the church into the glorious stairs of heaven. They bring the church, the saints, to maturity. That is the reason they have come. They bring the church to maturity. This whole work is to be able to make the church mature to the stature of Christ, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's Colossians 1.27. That is essentially to mature the church to the church of Christ. That's what he's talking about here. And I'm reading on, he says, My little children, to whom, of whom I travail in birth again, until Christ be formed in you. Galatians 4.19. Again, that Christ 
the, the objective of the gospel be achieved in you. That is the purpose of their witnessing before they move on to the next dispensation. He says, What art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone, capstone, thereof, with shouting, crying, Grace, grace, unto it. Zechariah 4, 7. So he's saying, this is a tremendous time, blessed people, at which now he will eventually now move to Israel. You see that now. Zechariah 4, 7. That's the other mission that the two prophets, the mightiest prophet of the Lord, will have now in Israel, but after the church is taken away. And so, essentially, they come to make real to you the kingdom of God. That when now a creeper walks against the, the, the laws of nature, the known medicine, conventional medicine, or the HIV is deleted from the blood, then the kingdom of God becomes real. It becomes a real place for you that you will aspire for. It is coming. So you prepare then for the highest paradise where the tree of life is located, blessed, blessed people. To walk on the golden streets, to have the opportunity to see God face to face, to have the opportunity of seeing the angels of the Lord worshipping with you before the Lord, and to, to bring you to this only permanent kingdom ever. There is no greater kingdom, the most powerful kingdom that ever be. So this is a very powerful moment, a very mighty moment, blessed people, in the history of the church, that you may have garments now, eh? brilliant garments, glorious garments, garments of splendor, dazzling with holiness and the, the, the light of righteousness, the splendor of righteousness, shining, obvious, stainless, with greater purity and innocence and high moral standard wherever you minister or walk. So he's saying, the, these two prophets have come to deliver to this generation God's unbending standard of righteousness. They bring the standard of Yahweh to you the unbending standard of holiness. Yeah? They come to you as, uh, to, to measure the doctrine, to be able to correct the doctrine, to bring holiness of God to you and counsel, nullify the apostasy and bring to you the unchanging integrity of heaven that you may be able to see how they minister and minister and minister, that you may see God's irreducible minimum for the coming of the Messiah, that that standard cannot be broken. They come to destroy error in the lives of the believers, life of man, to straighten the standard of God in your life. And so now, the last part of the conversation as I check out, is when the Lord now again presented this prophet that speaks with you, and then the other one comes out of this one. The other one comes out of this prophet and stands and talks. So I saw myself coming out of this one, then I was able to speak with this one this past night, in a very mighty visitation of God the Father, and the Lord is saying that the kingdom of Satan must now be brought down. That is what this is all about. That the falsehood must now be brought down and the truth of God shall now stand because they have come. That the false prophets must now be brought down because the true prophets of the Lord are now standing and ministering before the Lord of all the earth. That the idols must fall before Christ. That's the reason they have come. That the pride of man may fall down before the humility of God. That's why they are here. That's why they are ministering. 
that the unrighteousness of mankind must now be besmirched, destroyed and disintegrated and dismantled in the face of the righteousness of the Lord. They bring and pronounce the righteousness of Christ they bring unto you. That ungodliness may, not, may now be erased. That is the reason they are here, to give you a garment, the garment of the glorious coming of the Messiah, that you may prepare and climb the glorious stairs of the eternity. May the Lord bless you, precious people, but just know that these are dreadful times, and that's why your eyes have beheld this visitation. That's why the Lord has brought, unleashed this visitation. He is soliciting for your soul. Because he's telling you that right ahead is going to be bad. Absolutely bad. So those who are prudent and wise will just prepare and enter the glorious kingdom of Jehovah. May the Lord bless you. Toda Raba. Toda Havarim. Toda Lachem. Toda Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Toda, Toda, Toda Raba. Shalom.